welcome to Meet the PAs podcast. Hear the experiences of seasoned PAs, up and coming development of policy from industry leaders, and the exploration of those new to the career. Interviews done with a Canadian twist at Maple Syrup. from uh, the Capital Conference in Ottawa and we are sitting here with four first-year PA students and we're going to do a roundtable discussion. Right Rachel? Yep. All right. Um, so why don't you go around and just introduce yourselves and tell us uh, what's your name, where you're from, and why you wanted to be a PA. Um, my name is Lana. I'm from Toronto. I did my undergraduate degree at St. Francis Xavier University and I first heard about the PA program, um, I think in my second year of university, and I had never been exposed to the profession at all, and I was became immediately curious about it. Um, and so I did a bit more research and kind of reached out to people who I uh, found that were in the profession and thought, got their thoughts on it, and um, kind of just seemed like a, a, good, a good mix between, um, like I like the medical model that was involved, but I also um, kind of enjoyed the more hands-on um, experienced in terms of uh, meeting with the patients and um, all the kind of face time you get, mm-hmm. which is what really drew me to it. My name is Kyle. Uh, I'm originally from Brantford. I did my undergrad at the University of Waterloo. Uh, I had first heard about the PA profession uh, from a family friend. Uh, she's a nurse uh, in Emerge, and she had told me, uh, knowing that I was pursuing a career after my undergrad in healthcare, that the PA that they have in Emerge were, were absolutely terrific. Um, it was a great opportunity um, as the wave has the waves taking off, kind of with PAs in Canada to kind of uh, see, see where this goes. Um, and she just loved everything that they, they were doing in the emergency. So I got to shadow um, a, a PA in an urgent care clinic. Uh, loved the work that he did. Um, the, how his ability and his opportunity to build rapport with patients, um, something that is tough to do sometimes uh, with each specialty. But uh, so I, I, got, I got some great role models early great PAs in the field and that's really what, what attracted me to, to the MAC program. Wow, so you actually got in because not only you were recommended but a nurse recommended you. Yeah, and it, it was big and I, I talked to other nurses, other uh, nurse practitioners and, and they were even advocates um, for PAs as well. That's really great so, to hear. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so my name is Meredith. I'm from Collingwood, and I actually did my undergrad at a school called Campbell University. It's in uh, North Carolina, mm. and I did in biology, and so that's where I heard about the PA profession originally, because my school did have a PA program, and I guess uh, for concerns, I wasn't sure if this profession existed in Canada at the time, because I was <laughs> yep. in school in the States, and I really liked the idea of it, but I wanted to try and pursue it um, as a career path, but again, I didn't know it existed, and that's when I started looking into it, and I discovered that McMaster had a program and then I found Kappa and I was like, oh, we have momentum. Like, <laughs> and when I came back, I started asking some people, like, hey, like, I've heard about this. And like, yeah, it's a really great profession. It's new. It's exciting. And I was like, okay. So that's what kind of motivated me to apply for the program. Great. My name is Sam. I'm from here in Ottawa. And I did my undergrad at Dalhousie in biology. I mostly did, like, ecology and... Uh, 
plant science, like stuff like that in my undergrad and, and research as well and kind of realized as I was graduating that I liked it but I, I wanted more like hands-on patient interaction in my career. So I took about three years off and traveled for like a while and in that time I kind of intermittently would go online and look at grad programs or like master's programs, professional programs and try to find like one that was the right fit for me for what I'd already done and what I wanted to do going forward. So it was actually by chance that find like I guess so this past Christmas, was it? A year ago almost, I stumbled across the program when I was just like online searching and it just seemed like the perfect fit for me and that's why I applied. So I'm also a Dow grad. Oh you are? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love Halifax. Yeah. It's probably my favorite city in the whole world. Me too. <laughs> I've heard very good things. <laughs> Someday I'm sure I'll visit. Uh, okay, so how? where are you guys at in the program right now? We're in MF1. We just started cardiology. Um, okay. We wrote our first uh, CRE. Oh, right. Uh, ah, that's yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was our first kind of test, per se, in the whole thing, besides, like, uh, standardized patient um, experience. But, yeah. so, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a milestone. Yeah. Definitely a milestone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. Do you all feel like you did well? Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll see so. you in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, it was a great way to set the bar for us. For sure. Like, to, to kind of know where we're at, how comfortable we are with our own knowledge, and mm-hmm. just knowing where like my weaknesses were and hearing other people saying like what they're going to go back and, and study more and how their study is going to change. Mm-hmm. Right, because how many of you actually studied in the manner that Mac teaches right now? Mm-hmm. I think format. Like PBL styling? Right. Yeah. I think like maybe one person has had that experience with that. Yeah. yeah so people you know, who went to Mac before. Most so people you guys have been adjusting like this yeah. time and yes. this was your big test to yeah. see yeah. if the adjustment or mm-hmm. how you've been doing is working, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So well, that points like what you're saying, the weaknesses right yeah, yeah, and with PBL, it's it's just like what we're going to see every day in clerkship and in our, our role. We're, we're going to have problems and we're not going to know the answers and taking it from a case base. Like, I think we all have great appreciation for mm-hmm. that style now. Yeah, that's why right. I, That's why a lot of us chose Mac. Yeah. And, and we're so happy that it's, um, there's opportunities to always expand our learning on our own, too. So. Mm-hmm. I also remember at my undergrad and even high school, um, my dad would always be like, oh, you're learning about so-and-so. Like, here's a book on it. Like, why don't you read this? I'm like, no, dad, I have all these slides I need to memorize. Like, I don't have time to read all this extra stuff. And then, but now I feel like at Mac with the PBL, you kind of, it's a lot more self-driven and you can kind of expand. There's no, like, limit. There's no, there's no, we only feel this one slide deck, per se, or something like that. So you can kind of, like, go see where your research takes you and keep reading on what you want to read on and then always bring it back and, like, make sure you have, like, a good idea of everything generally. But it's kind of fun how you can kind of go into what you want to read more about. So. Yeah, you get that opportunity to do as much or as little, really, yeah. <laughs> as you want to. If you do a l- really little, then you're not going to do very well. But yeah, no. you really, it's, it's 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 a unique way of learning. And it's, for me, when I went to Mac, it was, having been in a didactic setting, it was a really big learning curve. And it was probably around this time, like just after Thanksgiving, where I finally was like, okay, I kind of get it. I can do this. I can do this. But yeah, the first couple of weeks are pretty... Mm-hmm. Pretty scary going from a didactic setting to a PBL yeah, based program. Mm-hmm. All we've been doing for like, at least 22 years. So yeah. Years, so. It's helpful too, though, because sometimes we'll get off topic to say in tutorial, and some topics will come up, and it's like, oh, but it's those random facts that you remember when you are looking at the weird and wonderful cases. It's like, wait, so and so mentioned that tutorial once. I remember, I remember hearing about this before. Yeah. So uh, I, that's fun too. Mm-hmm. It's fun facts, right? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So is everyone living in Hamilton now, or is everybody yes. commuting? Yeah. yeah. Other than PBL and the change, what do you like most about Mac? Well, I think we were talking, we had a presentation on one of our pro-comp classes by a, a man who was well, well-educated, and he had, was given a lot of opportunities, and he said he always, at different universities, and he um, said he always ended up choosing Mac because he liked how it was kind of the start of evidence-based medicine, and um, it has a lot of like innovative um, like drives in that, and um, I just found that that was also something that I can really appreciate between the PBL and the evidence-based medicine, and um, all that. I find Mac is very forward-thinking, and I appreciate kind of like being, feeling like we're being part of it, especially since PA profession is like almost kind of an innovative profession since <laughs> yeah. pretty new. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Mac kind of fits in well with that idea. Yeah, I never realized before. I've never been to Hamilton before this year, so I never realized what like it was such a huge medical community that we have all these resources so close to us. Um, tons of preceptors that we can go out and see in our area. We don't have to travel that far for our placements and that sort of thing, so that's really cool. I also really like the way that the classes are like integrated together, even though each class is separate. We're kind of doing the same thing at the same time. In IER, our clinical class, we're doing the clinical skills that go along with the material and our tutorial like at, at the same time, and I find that super helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's together. Yeah. I would also say um, I really like how supportive it feels. Mm-hmm. We're a small class of 24, and I, I can at least say I know and talk to everybody at least once. Let alone oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know everybody's name. I know everybody's yeah. name. Yeah, and probably everyone's like, fun fact. At least, yeah, fun fact. We definitely have a fun fact about everybody. Yeah. Um, but just like the supportive nature of even just the campus in general, and mm-hmm. how they promote that higher level of just continuing to learn more and do more. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that as well. Yeah, and I also really like, that for the, not just Mac, for the profession, it's a challenge, but it's also a great thing how small it is and how it's growing because we can come to the conference here and meet you guys and meet, meet people and it's not as scary as if the profession was massive and there was so many people to meet. It's nice how tight-knit it is and you can get to know people in different areas and network really easily in that sense. Well, Sam, off that topic of big, scary professions, we're not a big, scary profession, but we are a bit of a little scary profession <laughs> in the sense that um, because it's such an, a, a new and emerging profession, and currently in Ontario, there's a lot of hot-button issues and topics around the pain profession. How are you guys managing that? Are, are you at the point where you're just like focused on studies, or are you concerned about these other issues happening? Um, I, I remember my mom would bring it up and she was like, well, how, so this is great that you're doing this program, but uh, are you going to get paid for it eventually? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hope so. <laughs> but um, I find that, I feel like since the profession is somewhat new, um, that's kind of why it's that, it's a little scary. I don't think it's something like that at its core is an issue with the PA profession. I think it's just, it's like, it's newness is that, is right. what's causing us having issues. So if there's something like about the PA profession at its core that was holding us back, I'd be a little more weary, but the fact that we just haven't figured out ways to, to fund or figured out kind of avenues to go down, um, that's something that can be fixed. Like it's just, it takes like brainstorming, it takes solution making, mm-hmm. like right. it's something that can be remedied. Well spoken, well spoken. It's not at the <laughs> core of the PA yeah. profession, yeah. and that's, that's well said. Mm-hmm. How many other professions can you say right now that it's so dependent on you advocating for yourself to mm-hmm. it's building relationships early, saying why you can make a positive difference for patients, for, for your colleagues, and, to, um, and just being able to understand that people aren't always 
just understanding what a PA is yet. And it's more, it's less of this, like a scary thing, but more of an opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of voice what it is and, and as a profession, what you are, what you mean to uh, a physician's day, what you mean to a nurse's day and everyone and how the whole team works together. And I'm sure patients will be receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think we, like I, I didn't realize like how much of an advocate you'd have to be like starting yeah. in a profession, even from now, like even just your own family or to your friends mm-hmm. that you're constantly having that little spiel to people you're meeting about what a PA is and what they mm-hmm. do and so I think that's important that we're learning how to advocate early on and mm-hmm. we'll just get better at it as we and are you guys mm-hmm. actively advocating on social media and I mean that's what's been pushed here at the conference mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. we all get on board with Twitter we all get on board with Facebook and yeah. start pushing the material that the, right. that CAP has created well I find that our, our demog- like even the demographics of our class is a lot younger than it has been in the past like our, I think our average age is like 23 in our class or something and wow maybe 22 yeah and I think yeah. the previous years have been older than that um, so I feel like yeah. even just <laughs> um, so I feel like even just naturally we're more on social media and more active right. in that front so I think it's definitely going to be something we're going to push for more considering it's already part of our daily lives so yeah. it's, why not just put our kind of spin on it. Yeah. yeah so. Maybe make separate That's accounts. That's actually so. probably a really good thing for the profession, yeah. actually, to have a bunch of um, people that do it anyways and want mm-hmm. to do it and are tech savvy and all yeah, of those well, things. Yeah, oh my gosh, tech savvy. Yeah, and I mean, we, we are really heavily relying on hopefully the new graduates knowing how to do all that. So. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> well, I found that even after I posted on my social media saying, I'm going to Mac, and in the PA program, I had all these people messaging me like, hey, tell me more about it, or like, I'm interested in healthcare, that sounds like something that would fit well with what I want. Mm-hmm. So I find that even just kind of putting it out to our social group, mm-hmm. uh, more people are finding it about that way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find people, if people are hesitant about the profession, it's just because they don't know enough about it. Like everyone I've met that's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what I feel about that, and you just educate them on it, and they're always very receptive, it seems, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and then in the, when you enter the workforce, if, you, if you're the first PA in that setting, people are always really hesitant and then they get to know you and your role and you change. And it's awesome. Yeah. They don't know how to live without you anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they start to feel like, well, yeah, they won't know what to do without you, exactly, which is nice. ideal. <laughs> Validating. <laughs> Okay, so what do you uh, what are you finding to be the biggest struggle, and how do you feel that um, graduates and Kappa could be available to help students through those particular scenarios? Mm-hmm. Or is it too early in your student career to say? <laughs> well, I think they like for for us at Mac, there's pretty good supports like that are in place because the year above us, I'm not sure, I don't think they had this, but they have set up um, a student buddy system, so. Um, we are able to kind of rely on like a second year opinion and kind of you can talk a bit more casually with them versus we also have a, a more adult a supervisor. Um, <laughs> like a PA Yes, exactly. Yeah. I feel like you can't Adult supervisor. Yes, thank you. me. But I feel like you can kind of talk to uh, the student um, a bit more casually and not feel like you have to be as professional with no, them. No. So you can kind of, you got both sides as well because the student also doesn't have enough um, or as much experience as yeah. the adult supervisor, as I say, <laughs> but, so. Yes. You're an adult advisor. Student. The student advisor. Yes. Yes, thank you. And it's because... I am one, so that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, good. The student advisors are more spread out, too, so they may not be in Hamilton, whereas mm-hmm. a lot of the yeah. second-year buddies, that was a more volunteer basis, so I think those people in Hamilton that volunteered more so. So I've, I've been able to meet up with my buddy and, while well, she's here today, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Kyle? Yeah. 
just for for just how Kappa has been able to open the doors for for students to come into this event has been terrific too. Mm -hmm. at, a, at a more of a uh, provincial and national level for us too to meet more people, learn more about Kappa, and and how everything is going to progress within the next five years. There's always never clear answers, but um, so far it's it's been nothing but warmth and, and, and welcoming to the profession, and yeah. it's especially with so many people that you would think that it's a competitive market, mm -hmm. where it's not. It's it's a, more of a uh, a nurturing market to get mm -hmm. more people because we're all on the same team just like we're all on, right. uh, ultimately every healthcare professional is on the same team so it's 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 been great for me. Mm -hmm. you know, the only thing I would add to that is Kappa was really good too. Um, one thing that I liked in our presentation was they mentioned the networking events for the different areas. So I mean I personally have not attended one yet but I know there's one in the Hamilton area coming up soon like that will be inclusive mm -hmm. to students. So I think just even having that exposure to people that are out working right now is really helpful for kind of setting where we want to go, like even with just electives or um, like where we want to live and stuff like that. So I find that everybody has been very open to questions and um, want to take the time to answer and help us out as we go along. I feel like the, since we do have to advocate for ourselves, that also makes us want to kind of support each other in the program. And as Kyle was saying, it's not competitive because we know we all have, are going to come out of it and we're going to probably have to advocate for ourselves. So we want to make sure that everyone is doing a good job of it. So we see another student struggling, we want to help them out to make sure that they're going to have a good impression wherever they end up. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is part of the reason we started this podcast was to help create more connection between the PA community mm -hmm. because it's small and sometimes you feel really isolated. Mm -hmm. um, in this way, people get to know their PAs mm -hmm. through technology. Through technology. Yeah, yeah we're learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, great. And um, moving into next year, CAFA, it will also be the same time as, let's see, will you have graduated next year? No, you'll be no, second no. year, but the following year, yeah. you'll be taking the exam around the same mm -hmm. time as CAFA yeah. is right. happening. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you're still able to attend despite your studies. Yeah. And next year, hopefully you can come too. I mean, I, did you have you found that second year students have been able to attend the conference despite having clerkships happening? There's a few uh, second years, like second years here already. There's about a month. There's yeah. like the same amount as. There's yeah. more first years here with us as well. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah. How many is there? Eight, eight first years, probably eight second years yeah. from back. Yeah. I think and it just depended where they're yeah. doing their clerkship. For That's sure. Like a, Third of your class. Exactly. Yeah. You say, you say eight, yeah, and that's, that's actually, actually really a fair good. percentage. But yeah. um, it just—I feel like it's next year's uh, Capo conference is in Victoria, so you have to, that's a bit more of a hop, skip, and jump than uh, mm -hmm. than just a five-hour going down the highway. But yeah, we'll try to figure it out. Yeah, it just depends on where you are, I suppose. But mm -hmm. something that's been missing from this event and previous years as well, because it hasn't gone over so well, is the um, what do you call it the the competition. It's called what? student competition. Oh yeah, we used to have a... Um, <laughs> shoot, I should have known it before I asked the question. I can't remember, but it was like it was like a competition for the students. No, like, it's it was like called the... I know the name. A competition of what? You have, like, competition? It, it's competition. It brings together... You know what I'm talking about? I, well, I, I've heard of it, not, not for PAs, but RTs will do a lot of competitions mm. for some of their like uh, 
practices. Challenge challenge. Challenge bowl. Yes. So we have a challenge. So you have a group of students from each PA school mm-hmm. that come and basically you sit in front of an audience and you get asked questions. But you're on a team, so mm-hmm. it's not just you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, from my understanding, they've had trouble getting a team together from each school, so the challenge bowl has been canceled. Were they medical questions? Oh yeah, it's okay. all PA. Based. It's all it's just all random PA based. Random trivia. <laughs> 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 it's all PA based questions. Okay. So you you know might want to have someone on your team who's like really good in this grouping of subjects, and another one maybe you know someone's really good at cardiology, and someone's really good at diabetes, or whatever right. like that, right? Um, so, uh, is that something that you think you guys would do if it came back? Um, Sounds fun. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm dabbling a bit in the game shows right now. I'm going actually applying. I applied for Jeopardy last year, and then I made it to the next round. So you applied for Jeopardy, yeah, so like two, the actual yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, absolutely. Audition. So I'm an addition. Actually, got called back. Out of a hundred thousand people, a thousand people got called back, and I'm one of them. So <laughs> that's really yeah. exciting. So I'm gonna have to be. I'm splitting up my studying between uh, PA stuff and just random knowledge. So feel free to give me any random knowledge that you have. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would definitely heighten people's awareness of the Canadian oh, yeah, PA profession absolutely. if you get on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. 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 sure. Yeah. PAs. Yeah. Canadian PAs. Yeah. PAs. Yeah. 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 Oh, but, wow. So no pressure, though. Yeah, right. Good luck. Oh, my gosh. I hope if you get on, I definitely want to watch it. <laughs> I don't even have cable, but I will find it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate we it. Maybe we can all go. Yeah, fly you guys out to LA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a little road trip. Yeah. You added so much pressure to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I burned myself. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, would you guys be interested in a challenge pool, though? Yeah, but it would be harder as, like, first-year students than yeah. if you're clerks If it's right on rest, maybe we'll know. Yeah, it's typically second-year students. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Try our best, though. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll bring it back next year if they can get enough input. Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. they do. Um, how have you found the conference from the students' perspective? I was I was a bit I, oops, sorry whoa <laughs> <laughs> I've been to conferences in the past for like different subjects like my undergrad was in psychology so I went to a couple of psych conferences and I found I always was kind of attending talks I had no idea really what was going on and I would just kind of sit there and try to absorb maybe one percent of the information mm-hmm. um, but here I find that it's it's, it's can get specific, but it also has more broad. Like there was a talk on migraines this morning, and just kind of told you everything you want to know about migraines. I had, had no idea that there's all these different types and like how to like kind of look for them and different diagnostic factors that were involved. Mm-hmm. And I found that, that was good because I'm sure part of the room knew what they were, but then they added additional information that you may not have known before. So I found that it was definitely even the specific, more specific ones were mm-hmm. like just easier, to, easy to follow, even mm-hmm. though if it was very specific. So yeah, I thought the talks are have been really good qualities mm-hmm. and. Like easy for even as students to sit in and listen and at least absorb some of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Anything else that you guys would like to add? Any major topics we haven't covered? Burning things? I think if any potential students are listening, if you're <laughs> not sure about applying, I would just say go ahead and do it anyways. Yeah, for sure. Yes. <laughs> Don't let uh, the small size of the program kind of intimidate you away because mm-hmm. I was almost one of those people. I was like, no. Yeah, and the competitiveness yeah, to get so, in. Uh, like if you're mm-hmm. on the fence about it, just do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's really good advice. Yeah. It is actually excellent advice. Yeah. And I'm happy you started the podcast because I love podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's a great, like a great way to a great type of media. Like you can listen to it while you're doing anything. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully people listen. <laughs> we can share it on our social Please media. Do. Please do. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you guys uh, are happy to provide like your Twitter handles or your Facebooks mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. we'll put it on the blog we'll, on the blog with the po- podcast post so mm-hmm. that people can contact you. Great. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So maybe. 
potential PA students that want to reach out or awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Even, or other students yeah. or or actually people who are working who would like to have a student. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Please, I need a rotation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And also, just like I remember, um, kind of actually after we uh, I got into the program, I read the pre PA forms, and I was so happy I never read those before because they stressed me right out. So because <laughs> oh, if you really? read, yeah, they are very intimidating. So if you're reading those and thinking, oh, I can't compete with these people, no, nope, you can. Just, <laughs> yeah. just go for it. See, so. I did read them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Oh, really? And yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. MMI too. Just mm-hmm. the people that were there I was like wow everyone's so smart and nice and yeah you know, everyone's an yeah. ideal human yeah, yeah. <laughs> just me <laughs> no. it's good it's good yeah. everyone else is an ideal human. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you all yes, so, thank much you so much for coming in thank you Atlanta Kyle Meredith and Sam mm-hmm. thank you all this is a fabulous first year student perspective from McMaster University in Ontario uh, and as we just said we'll have all of their social media um, posted so you can find them and chat with them further. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Any other students want to come on the podcast? Just give us a show. Meet the PA's podcast is sponsored by pahelpers.ca where you can find all your Canadian exam prep needs. If you enjoyed this podcast, please visit us at mtppodcast.com. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe, and we would love your feedback.